BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. I'm your host, Nick Smith, and joining me tonight is Joel. What's up, Joel? What's up, Nick? Let's do it. Indeed, sir. So we are doing our Eastern Conference off-season review slash kind of preview. We're going to be discussing our BPI. By the way, did you get a chance to make your BPI list? I don't know what BPI is, Nick. Basketball, <laughs> basketball, uh, what is it? Basketball player index or whatever. Basketball, uh, poll index, something like that. It's basically a ranking <laughs> of all the players. No, of all the teams. That's why I was like, player uh, index doesn't doesn't exactly work. Uh, uh, I don't. Uh, uh, I, oh, by conference. I don't know why I'm. Yeah, I have. Sorry. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> cool. Give me, give me a East, Eastern Conference. Right? Yeah, I do have a ranking somewhere. Hold on, I gotta find it. But yeah, I did. I did make a conference uh, uh, standings and sh- like uh, projections, whatever the fuck you wanna call it. Right, cool, power cool. ranking. Um, the so we'll roll. <laughs> yeah, power power index. That's it. Basketball power index. Right. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. Um, I I knew we would get there. Um, so anyway, <laughs> we're, we're going to be uh, basically detailing all of the Eastern Conference teams, all of their various uh, – accounting for all of their off-season moves, whether it be draft, free agency, trades, etc. cetera. Um, so, of course, we're going to be doing this alphabetically. Uh, so we start out with none other than my Atlanta Hawks. Uh, before I go Ooh. on to a, a, a little bit of a spiel – um, I, I wanted to uh, to get your unadulterated, uninfluenced opinion first, Joel, um, as not to be persuaded by uh, my rant at all. Um, so, what hmm. what what kind of grade uh, do you give for the Hawks this off season, and why? Um, all right. So, Atlanta Hawks are interesting because I, I kind of I kind of like what what they're trying to do. Even though I'm not sure yeah. they made the best decision on draft day. I, but I do think they they have the right mindset, especially in terms of uh, the tanking without saying they're tanking because they're obviously tanking. They did it last year. They kind of pressed the reset button. They they uh, parted ways with Budenholzer and all that, you know, shit happens. 
So in yeah, all that hundred percent tanking. All, <laughs> exactly, but and they know it. They might not tell you that, but that's exactly what they're doing. And I think, and obviously, it's the right way to go after being. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. They were a successful team. They might have not made it all the way. They were a playoff team consistently for a while. They were a team to yeah. be reckoned with, regardless. You know. They had um, they had the so, second longest standing playoff streak, short of of course the San Antonio Spurs. So they, I mean, they is, made the playoffs for ten straight seasons. That's crazy. I, I would I would have loved to have existed in that that time period for a you know for my <laughs> team, but you know it just didn't work out that way. Um, yeah. But obviously they never got they never got to the tippy tippy top, and I think that's where right. you know. It just wasn't working out. They had to redo. So right now, I'll give them all positive grades on that regard. The only negative you can probably give them, and it's still to be determined, is what happened during the draft. As you know, they traded away their pick to, you know, they traded away Luka Doncic. Yeah. Luka Doncic is the guy you wanted. You know, you liked him yeah. very much, and they they, they yeah. decided to go away from that and trade him for Trey Young in the future first, I believe. Right? I think that that was right. the trade. Um. They traded back basically to get Trey Young in the, in the future first. But you know what? Look, it's still obviously too early to make that kind of decision. I like Trey Young. I do. Uh, I like. I do too. Um, I I like Doncic, but it I like is Luka still Doncic a lot to, more. <laughs> I understand, but you know, right now it's a two B a TBD questionable uh, decision making there. But the rest of the draft, I thought they did well. They brought in Herder. They brought in Amari Spellman, I believe. So. Not a bad draft. Uh, they went and uh, made a couple of trades. They got in Jerry Millen as a reserve. They signed uh, Alex Len, who I like, uh, as another young center to either back up or eventually maybe take over the starting spot at center. I don't know. It's up to right. Them. Um, but uh, so overall, I will give them a B. Okay. Uh, probably like slightly better than than uh, the grade that I'm going to give them. Um, but not. But we're we're relatively close here. Um, so. Uh, I, I'm going to basically just kind of go a, a, a little bit deeper into the mix of, of Atlanta. And this will obviously, because I'm such a, a diehard Hawks fan, um, my, uh, I, 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 you know, I'm, I'm probably a little harder on my team than I would be anybody else's team. Um, short of, right. you know, next week when we get to a couple teams out West that I'm going to rip into. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but I'm probably going to be harder on the Hawks than anybody else in the Eastern conference. Um, but here's the thing. I really like Trey young. I think Trey young has the potential to be a perennial all-star. I really do. I think he's, uh, he really impressed me last night. Um, I didn't get a chance to watch the game, but I did see the highlights. He looked really mm-hmm. good against the Spurs. Um, made that like 35 footer to clinch the game, um, shot eight of 18 from the field. And despite his shooting woes, he has really impressed me with his, uh, his, um, passing ability and his ability to see the floor and find the open guy. Um, I think he's going to be a damn good player. Um, I think, Luka Doncic has the potential to be the best player in the NBA. So the, the here's, I mean, wow. here's the thing. It's, Oh, I, I do like not this season, obviously, but like at some point, mm-hmm. like I think he could be, um, cause I don't, the thing is, I don't think like once, once LeBron takes that, you know, that kind of dive or whatever, I just think it, it'll yeah. be back to uh, a league of parody and, 
like once Michael wasn't in the league anymore, it was like Shaq's the best player for a few years, and then it's Tim Duncan, and then it's Kobe Bryant, and then it's like Tim Duncan again, and then it's Dirk Nowitzki, and then for one season mm-hmm. maybe it was Dwayne Wade and you know like and then of course LeBron you know somewhere in that mix rose to power and then he's been the best player in the league for a decade now um so like I I, I really do I think that, that kind of helps influence my decision as far as thinking that it is okay. possible that you know to, to, he'll be in the mix of that kind of conversation um I don't see Trey Young as that but I mean you never know I mean i I wouldn't have expected Steph Curry to be in that conversation either. So, um, and, but right. he most definitely would be, you take LeBron out of the mix. I think you can stack Steph up against any one of those other guys, KD, Anthony Davis, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Kyrie Irving, like any of those other, you know, Titans of, of the association. Um, so that's, therein lies, you know, the problem, but you know, the Hawks do get pretty adequate compensation um, and so if Trey Young turns out to be really good and you draft another really good player next year with that Dallas pick, um, and hopefully you get another really good player with your own pick, um, it, you know, it's not, it's not one guy who makes the difference on the team. It's a, it's a collective. So, you know, maybe Billy Bean, A's baseball style, they can – with multiple players fill out what they're, what they will be losing in, you know, if Doncic becomes this sort of next level um, type of talent. Um, But so I don't think it's a terrible trade. I would not have done it. Um, And I do really like Trey Young. So I will give them that as a bonus, but giving up Doncic to get him uh, does sting a little bit, especially just because of, you know, how high I, I was on him following uh, very extensively following the the you know draft process and pre-draft and you know even at the beginning of last season, so that that did sting a little bit. Now, as far as the other kind of moves that they made, I hated that we essentially facilitated Brooklyn getting a, a, the pick from Denver instead of just going and getting that pick. Um, yeah, I mean, I like Jeremy Lin. He's fine, but, I mean, I just didn't understand. I don't think we got enough out of that deal um, to to warrant making it. Um, it's just my mm-hmm. personal opinion, so that's got to be a con. Um, the Schroeder trade, I understood. I think it's going to be interesting. I think OKC is going to turn around and flip Schroeder for more value uh, than what they gave up to, to get him. Because um, I, think, I think he's going to – you, you put him around other solid players and he's going to thrive and his value is going to go back up. But the thing is, it, we all know this, like that'll be easy for, for people to say in hindsight, say a year from now, but we know Schroeder's value was at the fucking floor. And you know what? If the mm-hmm. Suns had a halfway competent GM, we could have got a deal with the Suns where we got a better package. But those, those idiots, didn't decide they needed a starting point guard until after Schroeder was traded. So it is what it is. But um, overall, I mean, I thought they, they made the best that they could out of that situation. They free, they didn't take in on any long-term salary. Yes, they had to take on um, a lot more salary in taking Mello's contract, but it's no long-term salary. We're able to get a first-round pick out of it that will most likely convey. Um and we're able to include Muscala in the deal. Um, 
and and pick up a young guy like Justin Anderson. Fair enough trade. Um, I, I got no qualms with it overall, though I think history will look back at it and say, oh, well, they, you know, they didn't end up getting the best deal. Well, the best deals weren't out there. Um, so, you know, whatever, that's a wash. Um, I like the potential that I keep hearing that Herder has, the fact that a lot right. of the GMs around the league, like people that are smarter and better at this than, you know, we are, Joel, um, right. really like him. They think he could be a steal in this draft. We've yet to see it because he's, he's been nursing that hand injury and just now getting back and hasn't played a lot of minutes and hasn't looked really good in the limited amount of minutes that he has played. But I'm optimistic that, right. you know, th- that enough of those guys know what they're talking about and he's going to pan out to at least be a uh, like a starting caliber sharp shooting type player, a Kyle Korver type player. Right maybe a little more upside on defense. Um, I really like right. Spellman. Um, I think I think probably the most uh, anticipated lineup that I have this season to watch will be Spellman and Collins playing together in a small ball unit. Uh, I'm really excited to see that with Trey Herter and Prince kind of filling out the rest of the um, starting lineup. I think that's definitely – I hope they run that lineup a lot. I think it will be a lot of fun mm-hmm. to watch. I was unbelievably – that they did not uh, draft Mitchell Robinson. <laughs> they, they traded away. <laughs> they traded away their second round pick for I think two future seconds to <laughs> maybe Charlotte. I can't remember exactly who it was at this point. Um, but they like it's like, dude, you need a center for the future. Like, why don't you just draft fucking Mitchell Robinson? Like, we all knew the, the potential that the kid has. Um, and, like, they just didn't do it. And, like, I can understand other teams not doing it who necessarily didn't need a center. That's why Robert Williams slipped as much as he did. Um, but it's like the Hawks need a center. Um, now, granted, they went out and signed Alex Lynn, and I agree with you. I like that signing as well. It's a very inexpensive signing, and I still think um, he's got some potential. He's been knocking down some corner threes, so that's nice. Um, yeah, had a good game still, nevertheless, Yeah. Still, nevertheless, it would be, like, obviously a, a guy like Mitchell Robinson has so much higher of a ceiling. Um, so I was I was very surprised that we did not um, draft him. Uh, and, and, of course, he ultimately slipped and, and uh, your Knicks got him. So I know you're happy about it. <laughs> but well, I didn't know. Uh, I mean, yeah, now so, I'm happy about it. But at the time, I was – I don't know who he was. <laughs> like, I never heard of him before. Well, Until, yeah, like I know. said, because I followed things – so closely. I mean, he was, he was that, he, he was one of those guys. He's kind of like Anthony Simons. It was those two guys who didn't, you know, didn't play college, but they were old enough to enter the draft. Um, slightly different. Mm-hmm. I think Simons reclassified um, and, and just was able to skip his um, college year, which would have been this year. Um, with Robinson, he went to Western Kentucky and then like, some some drama that I'm not fully aware of all the extent of it, um, but he mm-hmm. basically never ended up really playing. So, but like I mean, it, the the I knew the kid had talent. He was one of the top um, AAU players. Um, so I mean that was that was clear. But yeah, I mean I just don't see why you why you pass pass up that kind of opportunity. Um, at what thirty four or whatever it was, and I think your Nixon ended up taking him at like thirty seven. So 
And mind yeah, you, and we'll get to this when we get to your Knicks. We're able to sign him to a four-year deal. <laughs> like that's yeah, also <laughs> something that's like really impressive because you don't usually you don't usually do that with with a second rounder. They usually sign two or three-year deals. So because um, yeah. they're just not getting paid as much money so as those first-round picks. Right. But um. Right. But yeah. So nevertheless, I, with all of that considered and there's a couple other things but I, I want to go ahead and wrap this up because I'm already rambling way too much um, I'm going to mm-hmm. give them a C uh, C to C plus um, but probably just you know a C uh, I, there's enough things enough positive things that I did like um, and I am so optimistic and I have gotten over like my butt hurtness of uh, them trading Luca. <laughs> Um, I will say this though, I think it's funny as shit. All these people coming out of the woodworks, um, all these like Hawks fans coming out of the woodworks, dogging on Trey and saying we should have kept Luca. And I'm like, where the fuck were you motherfuckers when I was saying this shit before the draft even happened? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> and y'all were all saying, oh, I hope we don't take Luca, European Darko Milicic. Like, man, fuck you guys. Oh please. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, but anyway, so yeah, I'm going to go with C. But uh, yeah, let's go ahead and uh, jump to the next team, uh, the Boston Celtics. Uh, oh, BPI. Um, uh, I did mine as far as the whole league. Um, so you can give yours just as far as exclusively the East, and I'll give uh, mine for the whole league. I got uh, them at 29th uh, um, as okay. far as uh, the entire league. I got them just ahead of Sacramento. Sacramento – has a ton of young talent, but they all play the same fucking positions, and they have no real direction. At least the Hawks have direction. Um, so I got to slot them ahead of Sacramento because um, that's just a fucking shit show and kind of continues to be. Um, but where do you got the Hawks as far as, I guess? Uh, I had I had them I had them last in the East for sure. Yeah. I, I remember yeah. when I did do my list, for the whole league. It's been a while and I had changed phones since the last time I did this list. Um, yeah. So I don't yeah, I had to move Minnesota down, but, down a few spots. So. Yeah, well, I had Minnesota not making the playoffs and now I may have to move them even farther down. <laughs> so Yeah. Um, that's funny. But Atlanta, they had them last in the East and I had them maybe just maybe, I think they had them above Sacramento. Like, it's almost where you had them, so it's not that different. Because <laughs> right now, their yeah. future is not now. It's It's much later. <laughs> Right, exactly, yeah, for sure. All right, uh, moving on, Boston Celtics, uh, what's your grade for them? Ooh, Boston Celtics, uh, off-season grade? Uh, shit, I think by default they're like a B-plus because they get they two yeah. guys they didn't have most of the season like last year. Uh, they brought – they got it. They did They did well at the draft, um, but drafting um, – I can't remember his Robert name at the White. moment, but – Robert Williams, uh, I thought that was a highly talented draft pick who fell farther down than uh, most people expected. Um, yeah, he was one, another one of those weird circumstances where he went back for a year uh, and lost, probably lost a lot of money because he did that. I mean, right. he was easily a, a lottery pick had he gone in 2016. Like people were really, really high on him. So, but yeah, I, I'm sorry. Continue. No, no, it's fine. Uh, I, yeah, but I'm, I'm with you there. It's like they they re-signed Marcus Smart, so you're like, oh, that's another good thing. I mean, they haven't really done anything bad, like at all. They 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 brought back everybody that they needed to bring back, and uh, they got now they're healthy. So 
Good for them. Uh, I give them a B. I can't give them an A because like they didn't really do much, <laughs> but I can't give them anything lower than like a B B plus because what they did was not hurt themselves. So there you go. Right. <laughs> and they may have a secured bringing Kyrie back next season. So who knows? Yeah, and and that's the reason I'm giving them an A. And you miss one other thing um, that I'll that I'll throw out there. They re-signed Marcus Smart mm-hmm. on a very like team-friendly deal. Oh. Um, so they didn't right. overpay to keep a guy that they really need to keep. Like, I mean, he's he's so important to that team. Um, and, and, the, yeah. and the thing is, he really fits perfectly there. I don't think he is – he's he's kind of like – you know, maybe Lance will prove us wrong this season, but he's kind of like Lance Stevenson to Indiana. Like, Lance Stevenson was great right. in Indiana, and then he went to Charlotte, and he was fucking terrible – <laughs> and then he bounced cool. around the league until he made his <laughs> way back to Indiana, and then he was all of a sudden fucking good again. Like, um, so we'll see how it pans out with him in L.A. Um, but uh, my my point being, Marcus Smart is a player like that that has to have a particular team around him for him to really be optimized, and he is on the perfect team for that. Um, but uh, but anyway, so yeah, I really like that. I think Kyrie Irving basically. Um, I mean, he just flat out came out and like announced, like, "Hey, I'm staying," like, you know, to to a whole fucking arena filled of Celtics fans. Like, right. I don't think you do that if you're not staying, like, or if you're if you're on the fence about it or what have you. Like, I think that is about as fully committed as you could ask of him, because obviously, as we've discussed, um, he wasn't going to sign the extension because he, you know, he, he won't make as much money as if he waits till next year, which. By the way, the NBA needs to figure that out. They need to figure out, like, huh? I, I know that people's salary is based on the, 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 the cap, but they could do a salary based on cap projections. I mean, we, we all know what the projections are for the next couple of years. Like, they need to figure that out so that people can go ahead and, and you know, sign an extension without having to leave money on the table. Um but anyway, right. that's that's a topic for another day. Uh, so yeah, I I gotta give him an A. Like I think all of that and and like you said, Robert Williams, that was good. They were able to bring back Baines, which I thought was um, he was a, a really solid player for them, and even started like hitting some threes at the end of the season. Um, like they're gonna be really fucking good this year. Um, and as mm-hmm. far as BPI, I got him second, right behind the Warriors. Um, I think. The, the fact that, you know, they're getting so much of that talent back in Kyrie um, and, of course, in Hayward, uh, the fact that all of those young guys really got a chance to grow and develop last season. Um, I mean, I think – and the fact that the Rockets kind of took a small step backwards, I think hands down they're mm-hmm. the second-best team in the league right now. Yeah, I can't argue with that. Uh, I, I have them in the same place. I have them first in the East. Second overall, uh, probably the only team in the league that can probably give the Warriors a, a run for the money, like a legit, legitimately a run for the money. So uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, it's going to be very intriguing to see this team play hard at 100%. So, it's, it's you know, as much as I don't like it, it's going to be interesting to watch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it really is. I mean, all of these guys are really, really fucking good. And it's like, it sucks. It's an embarrassment of riches. Um, because it's like, it 
it, it, I swear to God, man, what's going to happen is, you know, we've all been wanting the Celtics to get not, well, not you, of course, but just NBA fans in general. <laughs> we've all been wanting the Celtics to get good enough to compete with the Warriors because they seem like the one team that could do it. Well, you know, watch, watch that, like watch the Warriors like fade right into the Celtics just dominating the league for fucking five, six, seven years in a row. And then we're all going to fucking right. hate the Celtics. <laughs> like, yep. Um, oh, except for Luke, uh, <laughs> going to be very happy. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> but uh, hopefully, I got—I still got my fingers crossed that that uh, that Kings pick ends up number one overall, and Philly gets to keep it. So at least it can balance mm. everything out, you know. Like, um, at, at least. Yeah, I mean, I think I at least want them to have a rival for the next four, five, six seasons while you know, both of our teams are, are, are trying to get fucking good, you know. Right, um, exactly, but anyway, yeah. yeah, but anyway, um, so yeah, Celtics uh, definitely going to be good this year. I like their offseason a lot. All right, moving on. Brooklyn Nets, what you got? Brooklyn Nets? Ooh, Brooklyn Nets. I don't like the Nets. <laughs> no, but overall, <laughs> look, they, they, they've been <laughs> No, they've overall uh, they've impressed me uh, over the last couple of years. They have not had a first round pick. You know, they kind of fucked themselves a couple of years ago with that Celtics trade. They kind of been bare ass. Uh, but signing Sean, uh, I think it was what, Sean Marks, right? I think it was. Uh, yes. It really has uh, helped them a lot, and he's done a lot of smart things with the team, and it's kind of kept them afloat. So I give them a lot of credit for doing a lot of or like staying basically staying afloat without you know having any like like large draft picks and they, they get like a lot of their young guys are pretty decent like D'Angelo Russell uh they got they ended up getting Okafor who they ended up not keeping but you know that's more on Okafor than really on the Nets they tried you know like they, they, they took a right. chance and they, and they did what they did they drafted Jared Allen uh Rondé Hollis Jefferson is turning out to be a pretty interesting uh player I don't even know I'm not sure what position he actually is um that's they, true uh, me either they traded for Alex <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. They play him at power forward. Is he really a power forward? He's more of a uh, – maybe he's going to so. be more of a new – small forward. I agree with that, but he might just be the new breed. Uh, yeah. Uh, hybrid, you know, four for the future because that seems where the league is going. If you watch a lot of the starting lineup now, there a lot of them are playing that small ball four, three spot mm-hmm. type of thing. So, I don't know. I, I, and the Nets are already kind of in mind for that. Um Alan Crabb, a guy that they tried, they gave a big ass contract to Portland match, and they got it back anyway. So they really must have wanted Alan Crabb to take that contract. Yeah. So uh, good for him. Um, what's his name? Um, uh, the the wing, Levert. Garrett Levert. I like him. Oh yeah, I like Garrett. I like Garrett. He might he might have a standout year this year. Garrett Levert might be the guy to watch for the Nets this year. I think he's gonna have a breakout year for them. Spencer Dinwiddie, a guy that who the fuck expected Spencer Dinwiddie, a guy who tried, I think went like three teams before he ended up on the Nets, turned out to be a pretty yeah. decent player. And they have him coming yeah. off the bench. So, I mean, you got a, someone that talented coming off the bench. I think Dinwiddie's a really good player. Uh, uh, I think he was uh, one of the running for most improved, I think, last year. So, I, I all the credit in the world to having a guy like that coming off your bench. And, um yeah, I mean they have upside. There's, I, I give them a lot of credit, like I said. But so I, I'll stick with them, possibly giving them a B. Uh, I can't, I can't place their off season uh, on old mistakes. I got to go on what they've done, and I, I'll give them a B. Yeah, I mean I'm kind of right there in line with you. Um, I first of all, I, 
I really, really the fact that they were able to pull off that that trade with Denver um, and actually use yeah. their their <laughs> cap space to get a yeah. first round pick. I forgot, I forgot um, about and that. were <laughs> able to get the to get the Hawks involved so that they could pull off the deal. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's fucking brilliant. Um, so that's first and foremost um, that I think is is probably just most impressive. Uh, in my opinion. Um, so, you know, I, I mean, I really like that. They, they were able to um, keep Joe Harris uh, at $8 million mm-hmm. yes. a year, yep. which is reasonable, very reasonable for a, a player um, of his stature. Um, so, you know, that's that's totally fine. Um, as far as their, their draft picks, they got Zanin Musa at 29, which is pretty fucking good. Like, he, I, to me, I, like, I'm not, I'm not, a huge Musa guy, like I don't, I don't, I, I'm just, I don't know, I don't know about him. He reminds me, me a lot of, he reminds me a lot of Mario Hazonia, um, like a dude who just fucking scores the ball in the Euro leagues but doesn't do much else. That translates sometimes, um, but not all the time. Like it translated fine with Tony Kukoc, didn't translate so much with with Mario Hazonia. We'll see if uh, a year in New York will kind of help him out maybe just getting we'll away from Orlando um but um but yeah uh so I I like uh but when you're drafting at 29 um you know it, you can definitely take that kind of risk and I think that was um that was totally fine made a lot of sense um and then I think they also picked up uh Rodian's Crooks who I do like a lot um he's kind of a versatile six foot eight uh, Latvian player, so we got we got keep getting all these players out of Latvia now. Um, it's like uh, I think there was maybe like you know because uh, uh, in it, KP's from Latvia, right? Am I correct in that? Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like there was maybe a couple before KP, and that, now that he like made the leap, it's like I they, maybe maybe I just. Uh, I'd never really paid much attention to Latvia before, but you know, after yeah, KP, it was only like, one. You it was it. one decent player. Andres Bedrins was from Latvia, and that was the like ah. he was decent for like a minute, and now I never yeah. heard of Latvia again until Porzingis, and then there's like two more guys came out of there recently. Yeah, yeah, I I think there's a there's a center that got drafted out of there who was a draft and stash last year. Um, mm-hmm. I think the Sixers have him, if I if I'm correct. Um, Pacenics or something like that. It's spelled P-A-C-E-N-I-K-S or something like that. I can't. I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, but that's that's yeah, what I'm talking weird. about. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah. Uh, again, I don't know how to pronounce Rodian's Kurks. Um, so I, I mean that's how I assume you pronounce it. Um, but I, I like that guy. I I I he probably you know was. Easily, and I would say like top five out of the uh, foreign players coming out uh, this year, and I usually follow about the top ten. Um, so I, I thought that was a, a a really good pickup. Makes a lot of sense for him. A guy who can play the three can play the four. Um, so overall, I mean, I I just like and I let me let me just mention too, um, they were uh, also able to uh, get off of Timothy Mozgov's contract. Simply by taking uh, Dwight Howard, um, and so he's an expiring contract, which opens up a bunch of fucking cap space for him next season. Uh, I'm not saying they're going to make any big signings, um, but 
uh, having that flexibility also very helpful. So uh, with all that considered, yeah, I, I, I like their moves. A A minus. Um, so I'm, I'm giving them uh, a lot of love. Uh, as far mm-hmm. as uh, B, BPI, um, I have them still pretty fucking low. 28. Um, just above the Hawks because <laughs> they got a lot of young talent, but, um, like maybe they're better than Orlando. Um, I don't think they're better than any of those other Western conference teams. You know, your, your Memphis, Dallas, Phoenix. I mean, I think all mm-hmm. those teams are better. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, I mean, I still got them, got them down there. I, and you know, what's funny. I remember us doing this last year. Um, and mm-hmm. I think I want to say that, those were our three bottom teams last year um, were Sacramento, uh, Phoenix, and I'm sorry, Sacramento, Atlanta, and, uh, and Brooklyn. Uh, maybe Chicago was in there now that I think about it, but all of those teams were, were, were down there at the bottom. Uh, but anyway, uh, where do you have Brooklyn as far as I have, rank? Uh, uh, in terms of power ranking, uh, I had them – I think I had them around right I had them under the Knicks. I know that my last year was there, but I had them a little bit higher. I thought they'd do better. But I think I had them right I had them definitely over the Hawks and uh, I think that's it. <laughs> I'm not really high on them. I think they're gonna surprise some people. I do I do believe they might be better than the Suns and those and the Kings myself. Uh so I would say maybe not That's kind of me, a hot take but I would de- I'm just saying, I think they will be. I think they have the the, the ability to be. Uh, doesn't mean that's going to happen. <laughs> but well, yeah, I that's why that's why it's a good hot take. Like, right, I mean, right. I do. You know, hot hot takes are not uh, in and of their nature designed to be. You actually believe a hundred percent that it's going to happen, unless you're Jawan, who believes a hundred percent of everything he thinks. That's a good point. That's true. <laughs> Not many people have that much confidence in their bullshit, but um, <laughs> but uh, the, the Nets for sure are uh, are what I consider a, a lower end team, a lower tier team, especially uh, overall in the league. Yeah. So I would say, yeah. well, I already gave you my rating, but yeah, they, I don't expect them to do much this year. Um, no. But, uh, do they get their pick this year? I don't know. Do they keep their pick? No. No, they didn't. That went they to uh, that. W- oh, that went to Cleveland. But you mean this upcoming draft? Yes, they do get this their up, pick yeah. finally. Okay. Yes, right. they so finally. They, won't, they probably won't be. Yeah, they won't be as enthralled to 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 not suck like they were last year. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> they might, yeah. they might, you know, when they get to a point where they might just say, "Fuck it, let's just tank." <laughs> exactly. Let's get that pick. <laughs> so we'll see. Exactly. We'll see how that pans out. Um, but yeah, right. I think the moral of the story is props to Sean Marks. Uh, other than yeah. probably that grab trade, um, I, I mean, just as far as his his <laughs> job in general, um, A plus. You, you, you take that crab trade out, A plus. Um, they should have never traded for right. him. Could you imagine how much fucking cap space they would have if they had not traded for him? Yeah. They just still had still a very big question mark. Seven million dollar contract this year. Somebody um, likes but, him in Brooklyn. I'll say that much. <laughs> yes, very much so. Uh, all right, moving on. Charlotte Hornets are next. What you got? Charlotte Hornets. I. Ooh, all right, look it, man. Uh, I'm not very. Sure. I'm not sold on Charlotte. They've kind of, they screwed me the last couple of years. I've bought very high yep. of them as possibly a playoff team. The last two years. Me too. Uh, 
I am not going to fall for that shit again. They're going to have to prove it and earn my respect back. Uh, so I do have them uh, lower on the – just above the Nets. Um, I'm not sure exactly. I don't have my list. But I do have them uh, as a lower-tier team in the Eastern Conference. Uh, I do like – I've kind of liked what I've seen out of Miles Bridges. He has a chance to yes. see uh Marvin Williams in the starting lineup by the end of the year, especially if they suck. I would not be surprised if Marvin's coming off the bench and Miles gets to start at power forward. And they just start playing more of the young guys like Hernan Gomez and Malik Monk and just get those young guys, uh, you know, some some reps. And I would not be surprised uh, if Kemba also gets traded at some point this, <laughs> this season. But that's just my He really opinion, needs you know? to. Uh, so yeah. I think he might. I, I would not be surprised, especially if they start going towards the youth movement. It just might be time to move on from him. If not, I don't think he's staying. If they let's say he stays all season, I don't think he's staying uh, next summer. I don't think he's going to resign with the Hornets. Yeah. I think it's the end. I think they're going to have to rebuild and hope these picks play uh, work out for them. I, I do like what I've seen out of Miles Bridges. So in terms of draft, off season moves, they signed Tony Parker. Great. Uh, um, uh, Tony Burke's a nice backup for what he is right now. Unfortunately, Tony has kind of lost a step or two. Uh, they traded yeah. away. They made, like, multiple trades to get to make room. They get, got rid of Dwight Howard, so I guess in turn, they lost a – I mean, Dwight Howard had a great season last year. I, I, like, no one really realized it or paid attention to it. Yeah. Dwight had a good season. Like, sneakily. Um, yeah, he really did. No one give like, no, everyone, like, ignores it because it's Dwight, but he had a good season. <laughs> but yeah, I think he, I think he averaged really – I think he averaged over 16 points. I think it was like 16.7 and like 13 rebounds or mm-hmm. some shit like that. Like, yeah, that's really yeah. fucking good. That's what I'm saying. He had a great year. They just weren't good again. And we know you're going to need more than Dwight Howard to be a good team. So they're back to Tyler Zeller again as their starting center, at least for now. Cody. Um, uh, oh, I'm sorry, Cody. Yeah, you're right. Tyler's on Milwaukee, right? I think it was. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah, uh, for now. The Zellers. Um, yeah, for Non-guaranteed now. <laughs> contract for Tyler. I don't, I don't think he's going to make yeah. the cut on that team. Now they got Brook yeah, Lopez. They don't not. exactly need him. <laughs> exactly. And, Chris, and Christian Wood looks really good. So, uh, you know, Tyler's always going to have to go. Um, but, um, yes, yeah, uh, fucking Hornets. Uh, I would say I will give them a C. C sounds good. <laughs> Even though I like yeah, Miles Bridges would save him because I really like what I've seen out of him. Yeah, and then that's the thing. I'm C minus, so I'm right there with you. I like Miles Bridges a lot. <laughs> he looks really good. Um, I think having Miles Bridges and Malik Monk as your future to build with is very solid. Like, yeah. That you, I think you drafted well two years in a row, especially for where you were drafting. You had 11, I think, both years, um, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and yeah. or yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Or uh, maybe it was 12. I can't remember. Um, but it was like right, right in that in that wheelhouse. Um, so uh, I think Monk really turned it on at the end of last season. I hope they play him a lot more this season. Um, and and yeah, I'm with you. I really like Bridges. I would probably be higher on them if they just had gone ahead and traded Kemba. Um, the, the problem is, is like there's just not that many teams that need a point guard and the teams that do really suck and they're not going to give up their first round picks for him. Um, exactly. like Phoenix, Phoenix isn't going to give up wait till... their first round pick. Um, right. Yeah. They're, they're going to wait till this summer to try to sign him. Yeah. To try and right. sign him, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, I, I mean, I feel like the only way that you could possibly trade, get a trade done is if you take back salary and they already have so much fucking salary. So it's tough. They're, they're really in a tough, tough line, especially with this Batum contract because it's like you're paying him that much, you've got to play him. But at the same time, like, he's just eating up minutes and taking them away from Malik Monk and Miles Bridges. So I don't like that aspect of where they are, though I do really like those two young players they have. Um, I really would love to see, and and we're not going to delve into the particulars of it, but I would really love to see San Antonio get Kimball Walker and include DeJounte Murray um, and what, you know, they got their pick, they got the Toronto pick, um, some kind of salary filler, um, something like that, because I think Kimba on San Antonio with DeRozan um, and Aldridge would be fucking awesome. Uh, and I actually think, obviously, Murray's going to be out this season um, with his ACL tear. But I, I think DeJounte Murray would be a great fit with those young guys because he's a great defender. Malik Monk's not a great mm-hmm. defender. Malik Monk's a scorer. Um, the only problem that I would foresee is who's going to be your facilitator because I don't really look at Murray as a great facilitator, at least not yet. Um, but at least right. age age range he fits um, positionally he fits if you're giving up Kimba um, and you know I mean it's not like Kimba's really a great facilitator um, I think at that point you would just be relying on Malik Monk to score a lot of fucking buckets which I think he can do so um, but also Murray's like six five um, which makes up for and he's got a a huge wingspan, which makes up for Malik Monk's lack of height. Um, but anyway, um, yeah. we'll see what ends up happening with Kemba. Yeah, 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 very much so. Um, but we'll see what happens. Uh, I got them at 22 overall. Um, I'm with you. They got to prove it, man. Um, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I got them. I got them behind. One. I got them. I got them behind Detroit. I'm putting Detroit ahead of them. Like. Um, I, they, I mean, they at least. I got this. Yeah, I mean, well, they got Blake. Got as long as Blake can stay healthy, the Drummond's Drummond right. seems like he's really making steps. He's he's got yeah. a polished. They got a good coach. Jumper now. They got a good coach. Yeah. Um, Reggie Jackson's going to be healthy this year, at least theoretically, because um, he wasn't right mm-hmm. at all last year, and I mean, that no, was a, not at all. mostly health. Um, so. You know, with that, you know, it, it's it's really going to come down to who out of their wing players ends up stepping up. Is it Luke Kennard? Is it Reggie Bullock? Is it Stanley Johnson? Um, they need a couple of those guys to step up and, and really to fill out that team. Um, and if they can get that, they're going to be they're going to be pretty good. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh, so I got them twenty two. But anyway, let's move on. Bulls. Um, I uh, I got the Bulls. B minus. Um, I I I like kind of. I guess most of what they did. I mean, I Wendell Carter. I I think was a solid pick at seven. I got a lot of um, faith in the kid. I think he's going to be better than Marvin Bagley. I'm going to die on that hill. Um, I, you mm-hmm. know, unless I get rescued. <laughs> um, but I, I mean, I legit do. Um, you, you know, like you know me. I, I've you know, kind of been harping on Bagley um, and the bag, and mostly the Bagley um, fan crew for a while. Um, he just reminds me so much of Michael Beasley, man. 
Um, but you know, college, like coming, like just as far as playing style, everything, like coming out of college, like Bagley and Beasley, you look at their numbers, it's the exact same fucking player. But anyway, a lot, a right. lot can be argued that Beasley's off the court kind of shit affected his career or what have you. Um, but right. nevertheless, um, I, uh, so I like, I like that pick. I really like Chandler Hutchison at 22. I think that's a really solid pick. Um, they had to overpay to keep Zach Levine um, because, of course, the Kings made him do so. Um, like, what the fuck are the Kings think? I mean, I guess it's good for them. Like, but, like, it, it, if, if the Bulls had Matt, she'd be fucking, like, strapped with Zach Levine, who's torn his ACL. Yeah. Like, like, you know, and, and you don't it's need a shooting King. guard. You need a fucking small forward. No yeah, one's going right. there willingly. you got to overpay. Just, yeah. You have to. Well, no and, way to get talent. And, and they decided to match. Um, and I like I like the Parker pickup. I think it, I, I like the contract. I do too. Um, because it's you're not locking yourself in long term. And I, even though he's played the four throughout most of his, this season, um, we mm-hmm. both think he can play some three. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, defensively is a concern. Um, but that team's going to be a bad defensive team regardless. It doesn't matter where you put who and what, you know. The only, like, really good defenders they have on that team are Robin Lopez and um, and Chris Dunn. Uh, maybe you could throw Bobby Portis into that mix. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, I mean, they're, not, they're like, two through four, it's going to be a little weak because um, Markin and – I mean, he ain't really giving you sure. much as far as defensively. Yeah, that too. Um, but uh, but yeah. So I mean, I, I, I for the most part, I, I like what the Bulls um, have been kind of building. Uh, my biggest thing with the Bulls is I is, is marketing your best young player. I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously yeah, he is. Yeah. But like, yeah, yeah, but he is. Like, <laughs> but like, is that good? Is that a good thing for him to be your best friend? I think you're really uh, hoping no. Levine. No, it's not. It's really not. I mean, not. don't get me wrong. I like Larry Markinen a lot, and he really surprised me. I do, too. I did not expect yep. him to be that good. Um, nope, but, not at all. But he ain't Dirk, you know. I mean, that's, that's – I don't think he's going to ever be Dirk. And I think you're really banking on Zach Levine to have a fucking crazy good season, which he's capable of. Boy, that's a lot yep. of money to put in a guy who hasn't proven much yet. Yep. Um, so, but he's tempered he's put, expectation. He put pressure on himself. Yeah, exactly, yeah, 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 for sure. You, you, um, but yeah, if you're gonna so, pay a guy that much money, you know, you got to live up to it now. Yep, that's right. Um, so, but yeah, and I, I'm also hoping Chris Dunn can take that next step. Like he, he's got those gradual steps going on. Um, cause he definitely was better last year than he was in his rookie campaign. Um, and I think he could get a little bit better this season again. Um, so I'm hoping for that. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I think all in all B minus pretty fair grade, all things considered. What, what's your thoughts? Yeah, I think I'm with you. Uh, I think uh, B B ish. Uh, I think is where I'm landing here. Uh, well, everything you said, I do kind of still like them. I don't think they're going to be great by any standard. I do think um, Markham's. I think their their draft picks, starting with the draft, Wendell Carter, a good player. I like Wendell Carter. I like you said, Hutchinson, another good guy that they got later in this first round. I like him. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, a lot is dependent on Zach Levine. That's a big question mark. I don't know how much I like that contract personally, you know. But 
that's my opinion. I think it's kind of like, oh, it's crazy, but uh, it's just, I look, I don't know. I hope for the best for him because I do like Zach Levine. I just don't know if he's worth all Me that too. money. Um, yeah. Then you that's have a guy right. like, yeah, right, and they got in Jabari Parker for a decent price because no one was going to give him that much money. He wanted to go back home to Chicago, and now he's a chance to prove, hey, I'm worth more than, you know, and he's coming off an injury, a bad injury. So, and he's been hurt for, you know, for the most part. <laughs> Sadly. Yeah, for um, he's willing yeah. to play some. I mean, for like right. three years. He's what? Exactly. So it's not a tor- terrible. It's not terribly long, and it's not for that much. So um, they got a deal for a, a guy that can produce, and he can play both forward positions. Even though I think he's more comfortable playing the power forward position, but if he's going to play, he's got to play next to Lauren Markin, and who is their starting for? Uh, Robin Lopez is a, is is a good veteran for now, until of course Wendell, you know, gets in position to take that spot uh, long-term. Um, I like Chris Dunn. I, I liked him coming out of college. He was disappointing. He has, he has been disappointing. He's had some bright spots last year, and they made the decision that's going to be their main starting point guard after they traded Darren Grant this uh, offseason. He, he solidified as the starting point guard. That's their dude, uh, and he's shown signs that he could be that dude. It's just can he do it consistently. Yeah. So right, and Justin Holiday was an underrated move last off season when they signed yes. Justin Holiday, who I liked. You know, we saw I liked him a lot when he was with the Knicks. So, um, very underrated dude and very good guy to start next to fucking Jabari Parker, who came off the bench yesterday. I'm not sure if that was because they were just trying something different and <laughs> they started Bobby Portis instead. But whatever, I like Bobby Portis too. So, there's a lot yeah. of things I like about the team. Decent signings, decent draft. I would say also, I'm with you, a beat. Yeah, they just don't have an. I don't. Yeah, I don't think they have an alpha yet. Um, yeah, that, that was one of the big. That was one of the big reasons I was like, dude, draft. I know he's got the back concerns, but draft Michael Porter Jr. because he's worth the risk at mm-hmm. seven. Like, and and you know right. what? To to a slew of teams' credit, like nobody nobody took him until you know Denver finally did at fourteen. <laughs> so, right. but like, but like even still, okay, so like even if you're not going to take him in today's NBA, um, do you, would, would you rather have Markin in playing the four or would you rather have him playing the five? Like you could have drafted Kevin Knox and then had Parker yeah. playing the four, Markin in playing the five, Levine at the two. Like they're, they're, I just think there were That's better the future, options. man. Yeah. And, and I, and again, I like Wendell Carter. I just didn't think he was the best option for them. Um, you know, uh, given the positions that they already have. Uh, they're not Kings level as far as having, like, 50 big men on their roster. But, I mean, mm-hmm. you have Marketing, you have Portis, you have Robin Lopez, and you decide to draft a center. Like, and you just – and, you know, you ended up going and getting uh, – obviously what didn't happen – didn't have him at the time, but you went and got uh, Jabari Parker. So, yeah, I, I, I just – that. We'll see how it all plays out. Obviously, Lopez probably going to be there much longer. Hopefully, they can facilitate a trade for him. Um, I, right. I would love to see him them work out some kind of deal, probably mid-season, uh, for him to go to uh, the Lakers. Because um, I would love to yeah, see him just about to and Rondo <laughs> and LeBron. Like that would just yeah. be perfect. And he's an expiring contract. It's like, like whatever, um, like. If, if like there's not a there's not going to be a great deal on the table for Lopez. You're not going to get a first for Robin Lopez, um, right? But you know maybe you know you could trade him for say 
Contavious Caldwell Pope. You shave $2 million off your salary, and the Lakers throw in a couple seconds. Like, that ain't bad, you know. At least you're getting something for the guy, and you're clearing the room for your young guys to play. Um, but uh, we'll have to wait and see as far as, you know, if that happens. But I would really love to see him uh, playing on that team because I think he'd be the right Lopez uh, for that squad. Um, you know, they've, I agree. They've made it. They've made a, um, uh, a very, very uh, big effort to get defensive-minded, smart basketball players on that team, and he certainly fits that. Short of Michael Beasley. Um, Michael Beasley is not a defensive-minded <laughs> nor smart player. He's just a straight smart player. Well, he's a bucket getter because um, you yeah, know as well as I true. do, any particular night he can go off for like 37 points. That's so, um, sure. So there's that. Uh, but anyway, uh, let's move on uh, to the Detroit Pistons. Uh, Detroit basketball. Uh, so, Detroit. Pistons. <laughs> what you got? We did a little. We did a little bit of Pistons talk earlier. Uh, I have an ace in the in the in the Eastern Conference. I do have them making the playoffs. Um, Me too. I, like That's exactly they where have, I have two legit. I have them. They have two legit stud big men. These days, it's probably a little old school. It's not the way of the future. Having Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond uh, play um, next to each other is probably not something you want to look forward to in the future. But as of right now, I think it'll work. Uh, like it's not like Blake Griffin's not used to playing with a dominant center. He did it in L.A. for years with Jordan. So it's nothing new for him. Um, Blake is a really good player, an all-star at his best. Drummond, also an all-star at his best. The problem is everywhere else. They have very suspect wings. Uh, Stanley Johnson has not lived up to expectations. He's been a decent defensive player and has spurts of good offense, but he's just not consistent. And you have Reggie Bullock, right. who's been a journeyman for the most part, and another guy who's never been consistently good at one thing, but he has uh, – was in favor. I mean, the coaching staff really liked him last year to the point where they got him. He's a starter now, and uh, it looks like uh, he's warmed up to uh, coach as well this year. Now that he's still also the, currently the starting shooting guard for the Detroit Pistons, and you you brought up earlier uh, Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson is another guy who had high, high, high ceilings, especially when he was in Oklahoma City, and then he came to Detroit, and it was like a big electrical jolt, and then it kind of fizzled because he's just inconsistent. Um, right. And then they made weird fucking off-season moves. It's their bench that's really, really questionable. Um, they, they drafted Luke Kennard last year. Like, uh, what? why? I mean, I just, what the fuck? They, they when had, they could have uh, had Donovan um, Mitchell. <laughs> I know a lot of teams could have said that, and it hurts every time I say that. But you know what? It is what it is. Uh, yes, uh, Luke Kennard was chosen over Donovan Mitchell. Think about that. So, yeah, bad drafting there. Uh, you also have. It's Smith, good backup, but that's what he is. He's a backup, and unfortunately, right. he might even get more minutes sometimes than their starting point guard, which is not a good thing when your backup is getting more minutes than your starting point guard. But, yeah, but, the, um, the, but like for the past two seasons, the team has been better when Ish Smith is on the court. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, no, also a bad thing. It's not good that it's, it's, they're better with him on the floor, but yes. Right. Uh, it's just not a bad point, though. I really like Ish Smith. No, uh, I think Galloway. he's probably the best backup point guard in the league. Well, Dennis Schroeder is now the best backup point guard in the league, but like Dennis Dennis Schroeder is not really a backup point guard though. Um, They pretty much have two starting point guards. Um, But as far as like other than him as the outlier, like I think Ish Smith is either Ish Smith or DJ Augustine. 
those or Corey Joseph. Yeah. Uh, like those are all three guys who you would love well, to Fred have Van as your backup Fleet. point guard. Ah, Van Vliet. <laughs> yes, yes. Van Vliet. Van Vliet as well. uh, yeah. Um, I lost my. Oh yeah, Langston Galloway, who I always liked, is coming from the Knicks. He was the Knicks first man. I like him. Yeah. Undersides two guard, but he can get buckets. The man can play and plays hard. He's athletic. Uh, I like him. Uh, I hope he gets minutes this year. And then that's, this is kind of where everything will. goes. Like who? He probably won't. But you know, I, I like Langston. Uh, if he can squeeze out minutes somewhere, I hope you know. Hopefully for him. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's just it's, they got a weird team. They they signed Pachulia in the off season. That's a weird, weird. Move. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, but they gave they up Bobon, so they didn't really have a backup they did. center. So this is, makes this sense. is true. Um, yeah, so off-season-wise, they didn't really do anything to change anything. They, they they drafted okay, I guess. I don't recognize a lot of the guys that they did draft. Um, uh, yeah, I it's like weird. Some of their uh, but they drafted all yeah. shooting guards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yes, they did. It, yes, they did. And it's That's like, how, dude, you are <laughs> – go ahead. No, no, no. I agree. They're, they're just that that tells you everything that about them. Their shooting guard situation. So what the fuck that they keep drafting them, hoping that they'll get lucky. But you know it doesn't work that way. They legit have almost five shooting guards on that roster, and you're like, why do you need that many shooting guards? And then, right. and when you have other issues, you need to worry about why do you keep drafting and bringing in shooting guards? And they had Spencer Dinwiddie. They had him. He was there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying he was there. Uh, yeah. And they let him go. So. I'm just gonna say they got to see for me. Yeah, um, I I went C as well. Um, like that, I'll say C, I'll that, say C plus because they they got a they got a good coaching off season. That's a big move for them. Yes, that might hey, do it. You know, what, I'm I'm right there with you. I'll give them the plus for that because um, that that is definitely um, something that I I wasn't you know quite factoring yeah, in, factoring. Uh, in, in my grade. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, I like Bruce Brown, um, who they drafted from Miami. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of seems like a solid, you know, defensive-minded player. Um, like, he, I, I think he's going to be pretty good. He kind of got he, – he, he was, like, at the beginning of a college season, he was a lot higher, and then Lonnie Walker um, kind of just, like, took over. Um, and I think Bruce Brown had, had some, was fighting some injuries um, this past season. So, you know, there was, there was that as well. Um, and they got another guy. Oh, they got Kyrie Thomas was the other guy. It was the other right. shooting guard. That one I um, got. Yeah. And I like Kyrie Thomas. I like him a lot. Um, but, uh, out of Creighton, um, I always love, always love the guys that are, you know, play for basketball schools like Creighton. Like mm-hmm. Creighton, no one knows Creighton for anything other than basketball. Like they're they're on a football <laughs> team. Like you're fucking kidding me. Um, but like, so I, you know, I always kind of like those guys or the Villanova guys or whatever, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, like I like Kyrie Thomas. Um, I think he's got a lot of potential uh, to be like a really really solid, you know, bucket getter. Um, he's a little undersized, but I, I like guys like that. To me. Um, a lot of times it can put a chip on their shoulder, Allen Iverson type thing. So, I mean, I like those guys, but again, like we said, it's like you you already have yeah. Luke Kennard. You have Langston Galloway. Like, I'm, I think there's somebody else that they have. It's like you didn't you didn't need those, did all those guys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you – yeah. And I they mean, signed Glenn Robinson the third. I forgot in the offseason, too. 
There you go. Um, so, I mean, Bullock and, and Robinson can play the three, so, I mean, there is that. But um, That's but it just seems like you would have drafted um, maybe like a Justin Jackson out of Maryland somewhere in there or maybe uh, Steve McKayliuk. Uh, the guy who uh, L.A. picked up. He's like, yeah, yeah. He can shoot. Who looks? <laughs> he can shoot, and like that's that's mm-hmm. something that you kind of need if you're Detroit because Blake's not a very good shooter. Uh, I think he was the worst mid-range shooter in the league last year for you know players mm-hmm. who took over a certain amount of shots. Like he had the worst true shooting percentage because um, he takes a lot, like, he doesn't shoot great from three, but he doesn't shoot good from mid-range either, and he shoots a shit ton of them, so, um, right. uh, and then, you know, Drummond's really efficient, but he, he doesn't spread the floor, at least, you know, hopefully he's worked on that this offseason, um, and then, you know, same thing with, with Reggie, I mean, he's he's not, he's not like a three-point shooter, so, like, it's like, if you could have gotten a guy like that, who you could plug in there and hope that he and Luke Kennard can shoot 40 plus percent from three I, I may have a little bit more confidence in you but yeah I'm I'm, I'm with you I'm gonna go see by the way we skipped the team so we got to jump back uh the Cleveland Cavaliers we we skipped them oh. because uh LeBron skipped them <laughs> so yeah skip that it down anyway uh but thing. anyway um <laughs> all right I, I I can't give them an F because, like, no, I, but, I'm give an F. <laughs> I, I, but I ain't going far from it. I'm going D plus. Um, Ooh, and, and, D plus. and here's, here's the thing, man, they lost LeBron James. Like you, I don't think you can give them any better than a C. Um, and I'm going D plus because they lost LeBron James. Like you, you lost the best player in the league. Um, you're you're at least you're no longer in the luxury tax. That's kind of nice for them. Um, that's, but that's uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, you don't have a lot going on for that team. I do like them drafting Colin Sexton. I think that was a good pickup. Mm-hmm. Again, I probably would have gone with Michael Porter Jr. Um, but uh, <laughs> and and here's the thing. It's like you know, for for an example, like the Knicks. Um, I didn't even knock the Knicks that much, even though I, I thought they should have gone with at the time anyway, before Kevin Knox. Right. You know, he was he was raising up my board even going into the draft, but I didn't have him that high. I had him like 11 or 12, I think, um, where mm-hmm. earlier in the season, I think he was like 16, 17. He had slipped. Um, but uh, at least, the, you know, the Knicks drafted, you know, what they need. They needed a wing player. So it's like we got Chris Stapps. We got Frank, and we need a wing player to go, like, another young wing to, like, go with this. So, mm-hmm. like, I, I didn't fault them for skipping on MPJ. But it's like, dude, you really in wing. I'm I'm really wondering how it's going to work out in Cleveland for Sexton to get minutes because they never traded George Hill. So they still have George Hill. They want to make the playoffs, yep. um, at least, yep. you know, from – <laughs> Right, and and that's the thing. I get that, but like, then why draft Colin Sexton when you got George Hill, you got Jordan Clarkson, and now you got Colin Sexton? You are totally log jammed at the guard position. Now, Jordan Clarkson it can kind of play two, but he's not really a two. He's really kind of more like a poor man's Lou Williams. 
Like, he's a six-man-esque right. type candidate, but, like, he's not really a two. He likes to have the ball in his hands, but he just likes to go right. to buckets like Lou Williams does. So, like, I don't think – somebody's going to be losing out on minutes. I think it's probably Jordan Clarkson, um, but I'm definitely not as high on, on Colin Sexton's potential in his rookie season for all of these reasons as Luke is. Um, I don't think they're handing the keys over to Colin Sexton this year. Um, and I not think yet, if no. you had – No, and I think if you had drafted a guy like Michael Porter Jr. or Kevin Knox, somebody who can play the three, can play the four – um, it would have given you just a little more versatility whether you kept LeBron or you didn't keep LeBron because um, obviously they didn't keep him. So, you know, you could have, you know, the guy play the three in Bron's absence, but if they had kept him, then you could have had him play the four and had Kevin Love continue to play the five or what have you. Um, and Nance is, Nance is in there as well. So, um, But, you know, I, I do like Sexton. I think he's going to be a good player. He's not my prototypical point guard. Like, I'm not huge on the Derrick Rose point guards because um, they always seem right. to get hurt. Um, but, right. you know, um, and, and Schroeder was kind of that way too, which is, you know, kind of another little thing that factored into me never really loving Schroeder. Um, but, uh but yeah, um, I aside from Russell Westbrook, I don't love <laughs> I don't love those those kind of point guards. Um, but uh, but yeah, so I think he'll be a, a very solid player. I think he'll probably make a few All Star teams down the line. Um, but uh, as far as you know, you lost LeBron James, you're already not doing well. So, uh, but anyway, what are your thoughts? Because it's pretty much have you lost have. LeBron James and you fucking you you, you drafted context. There's two things going on. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, I mean it's easy to give them an F for losing LeBron James, but that's not their fault. He was leaving regardless. We've known for a while. Yes. Uh, there's not really much they could have done except win a championship, and even then, it's like why would he stay anyway? He won another championship, right. but he's proven everything he's needed to prove. Nothing was keeping him in Cleveland. Uh, so I don't want to hold that against them. They got to me. I'm going, I'm going to give them a C minus. I'm not going to give them a D just yet. They've kept afloat in my in my view. They've intrigued me enough for them to possibly compete for a playoff spot. That's how high I am on them. I think they're going to just fall short behind Detroit. I have them like ninth uh, in the East. Uh, and I do believe I like them committing to Kevin Love long-term. I'm really curious to see what Kevin Love can do again as the main man again on his own squad. He is now the man again. Kevin Love hasn't been the yep. man since Minnesota. So now now he gets to be the leader again. I would love to see what Kevin, what Kevin Love has learned being with LeBron and, and winning a championship and being in the playoffs and the finals every fucking year since he's been in Cleveland. So I'm very curious as to how much he's going to bring and be the man again. So the problem is he doesn't have much help. I mean, they did they did go out and draft uh, Colin Sexton. I like Colin Sexton, but he's that's a future move. George Hill is, did not have a good year last year at all. No. Uh, hopefully he can bounce back and have a, an okay year if, if they're lucky. Um, J.R. Smith is streaky. That's just what he is. He'll get you buckets and some nights he'll just go crazy. And then you have uh, Rodney Hood is a good player, but it's another guy who's just kind of. He's got a weird attitude. They got him. They got him for a good, uh, a good uh, 
good price because of the fact that <laughs> no one was calling because he was such a pain in the right. ass in the offseason last year. So they got they to work something out to bring him in. Rodney Hood's gonna probably end up being the starting small forward uh for the time being. Uh Tristan Thompson's gonna talk his way into keeping the start. He look, don't get me wrong, Tristan Thompson deserved, deserved to start last year and didn't start into the playoffs. I don't know what happened. But he'll probably be the starting center again this year. Um it's just they're just a weird assortment of players that I'm intrigued to watch play. They signed David Nwaba. I like that pickup. I think it's an underrated signing for the Cavaliers, picking up Nwaba. Um, I like them getting Decker. Uh, I like Decker. Decker's an interesting choice, too. I, I like Seti Osman. I like what I've seen out of him. Ante Zizic. There's a lot of young pieces there that I'm curious. John Brown. I'm curious to see how how they develop. But, you know, they're going to try to make the playoffs, so a lot of these vets are going to probably get priority over them. Uh, but you know, we'll see. I, I do expect them to to be competitive, but they're exactly where you don't want to be in the middle. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, though you know, you've already won a championship. I think they would actually like true. rather be in the middle right now. I don't think they're ready right. to go back to being terrible. To the um, right. Yeah, which is which is true. great for my Hawks. Like. By all means, please don't be one of the ten worst teams in the league because we want your draft pick. Um, uh, I, I'm glad that I'm glad that you mentioned a couple things. I do really like the love signing um, because the, by by or the extension rather by extending him, a like I think it gives you more flexibility um, as far as which directions you go. Um, like, because I think it makes him a slightly, like not much more, but a slightly more valuable trading chip with the salary cap right the way it is. Um, so if you do decide <clears throat> at some point that you want to move him, like, <clears throat> I think it helps to have him signed on uh, already to you know a, a long-term deal. At the very least, um, it takes any of the, the question marks out of the teams who would trade for him. Like, do I want to trade for him? Will he stay? Um, what kind of contract are we going to have to give him? All of that is answered. So I like that, and I like just them investing in Kevin Love. Because um, like you, I'll be interested to see how he does when now that he's the man again. Um, I don't like right. the Rodney Hood deal. I don't like that they could not get a long-term deal done um, with him. Because I, 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 I think he's worth – the the amount of money that they were th- the numbers that they were throwing around which was basically the same thing that Jeremy Grant got which was nine year um, I'm sorry uh, nine million per over three years so twenty seven million for three years um, they couldn't for whatever reason that negotiations didn't work out um, speculatively I would say Hood's betting on himself um, so. You know, they ended up taking the quali- him taking the qualifying offer, so he's going to be an unrestricted free agent next year. Probably not going to stay. So one of the pieces that you traded for, um, that you gave up um, uh, Jay Crowder for, um, it, you know, you're essentially he's probably going to walk next season, and so is George Hill. So it's like. Yeah, you, that that ends up not making that making that deal seem even worse. Um, so you know, there's that. But uh, but yeah. Um, so for for those those reasons, I'm gonna go. Still, I'm sticking with my D plus. But hey, you said what C minus? Is that what you said or C? Yeah, C, C minus. 
So, so hey, we're we're right, and we're still right in league with each other. C minus sounds a lot better than B plus, but it's they're they're one grade <laughs> apart. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, anyway, uh, let's move on. Indiana, uh, Pacers. Um, mm-hmm. I well, first of all, TJ Leaf is is actually looking good. Like they drafted him yeah. last year, obviously. But I just wanted to I I wanted to give a shout out because I think. There was a point last season where we both were like, because we both liked DJ Leaf when we were covering last year's draft, um, mm-hmm. and uh, he's a solid player for UCLA, and he's never fucking played last season, and it was like, dude, like, is, yeah. is he hurt? Is he just not good? Like, what's going on? And he actually looks pretty fucking good um, this preseason, um, so I'll be really interested to see him play. But as far as their offseason moves. Um, I uh, don't really like the signing, the the amount of money that they gave to McDermott, but I do like the pickup <laughs> of Doug McDermott. Um, I just think yeah. he, I think it was a slight overpay. Um, is all. Um, I think yeah, seven yeah. million a year, which is what I think it was, twenty one over three. I think is what it, I, I think you could have got him for fifteen over three. Um, and that I would have been like, yeah, nice. Or even 18 over three. Like, 21 over three is a little much. Um, but uh, nevertheless, I, I like the fact that they brought in some shooting. I really like them bringing in Tyreek Evans. Um, I, I've heard yep. a lot of people say that they feel like he's too much like Victor Oladipo. I, here's the thing. Tyreek Evans is a million, man. That guy can play mm-hmm. three different positions. He mm-hmm. it, it is is so versatile um, that he can adapt. The reason that he played like quote unquote like a Victor Oladipo last season was because he was on a team that didn't have anybody who was fucking doing anything. So they were they just pretty much gave the ball to Tyreek Evans in Memphis because Gasol like they weren't really playing him. Conley was out and he just fucking went and got buckets. Like I said, you know, but he's so much more. Um, valuable than just that. Um, I think he's going to be a great six-man for him. I, I think you'll see um, them closing out games with him playing either at the one or the three because um, he offers you that versatility. Um, so I, I really, really like uh, that pickup. Um, so, yeah, I mean, overall, I mean, they're signings, uh, and, and they got O'Quinn, um, who I think, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily think they were – in need of a of a backup center, but I mean he's not a bad guy to have um, on your roster. Uh, so so I like that um, that pickup as well. And as far as picking up Aaron Holiday, I don't expect him to do much this season, um, but I do think um, I do think he could at the very least be one of those um, Ish Smith types like we were t- throwing around earlier, those really good quality backup point guards. Um, mm-hmm. And he has the potential to be a starting caliber point guard. I don't think he's ever going to be an all-star or anything, um, but I think that he could end up working out. I, 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 Indiana is a team kind of like Utah, small market, but you usually more often than not trust their moves, trust the things that they do. Um, they seem like they're just smart, smartly run basketball organization. Um, so, yeah, all in all, I like their moves. I'm going to go B-plus for them. I can't disagree with that assessment, honestly. Um, 
I like Indiana. I didn't like them as much last year. I'm not gonna lie. Um, uh, this year, I've, they've grown on me. After that, uh, they made a lot of good moves this year. I agree. Probably the worst thing I saw was them. Uh, from them was the the McDermott contract. Not so much the signing. I like McDermott. We had McDermott last year. He was decent. He was he was pretty decent. I liked him, but I wasn't like upset when we lost. Him, you know. Uh, <laughs> You're right. And not, not a. You know, not a bad pickup for Indy. Uh, Put it this way, you were more upset when y'all lost Justin Holiday. (laughs) For sure, actually. It's very true. I was kind of disappointed with Justin Holiday. Thought he would have been a great, (laughs) great guy for us on the wing. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, Yeah, yeah, Kyle Quinn. They picked up Kyle Quinn. Great backup big uh, for Indiana. Why are they stealing all your your players, bro? (laughs) They are because they're dickheads not playing. I I mean, it is what it is. You know, they're free to do go wherever they want now. First, they steal your championship. <laughs> then, then they steal your great playoff run. Now they're stealing all your players. Like, fucking bullshit. That's, that's, that's the legacy of the Indiana Pacers. They will always be at the one. <laughs> always stealing shit from but, New York. Yep. Yep, because they're assholes. Um, <laughs> they have Fuck a you, decent Indiana. starting five, man. <laughs> I second that. But, you know, I'm trying to talk good about them. You keep talking shit. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to give their offseason a B or B plus um, because they didn't do many changes, but with the changes they did make were good. Like they added, they, they, they've improved in my opinion. You got Tyreek Evans. It could be a six man candidate right there. I think he had a great year last year, improved his jump shot tremendously. And now he's on that squad. He could start for that team if he wanted to, if Darren Collison doesn't live up to expectations, but we like Darren. Collins. Yeah. I, I think, I think at the very so, least you'll see him finish. You may not see him start, right. but he'll finish. Right, he's he's a big guy. He can play both guard positions, even some uh, small forward if, if necessary. Let but, me ask you this. Yeah, he's definitely... let me ask you this, Joel. Um, would you rather have him on the court, like let's say to finish out games? Would you rather have him on the court in place of Collison or in place of uh, Bogdanovich? Because I'm not sure. Because um, mm. I really like what Bogdanovich showed against LeBron in, in the in Bogdanovich the uh, playoffs. Yeah, man, and that's a guy who could not defend a fucking, like, G-leaguer to save his <laughs> life, like, two seasons ago, and he's out there defending LeBron and, like, bodying him up, and, like, dude, he, he looked really, really good. I was I was very pleasantly surprised with him, because um, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, you like, especially, like, a, a player – like Bogdanovich on a team like Indiana, you, they don't get a lot of recognition. So you 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 see them like either when he played in Washington or what team was he on before Washington with the Nets when he played Brooklyn. for the Nets. Yeah, yeah. And it was just like man, I already have this idea in my head like oh this guy is just a shooter can't do much else like nah he's now he's a shooter passer he can defend like mm-hmm. I think I would probably solid. solid. I think I would probably set Collison, honestly, because I mean Oladipo can run your point. Like, yeah, I agree, and so can Tyreek Evans. <laughs> so it's like right. you're not gonna lose exactly. much there, you know. Uh, that's why I like them both. I mean, like they have a good bench: Corey Joseph, Tyreek Evans. Uh, you said it earlier: T.J. Leaf, Doug McDermott, Kyle Quinn, Sabonis. Uh, they have options, bro. That's their bench. It's pretty deep. <laughs> Aaron Holiday's a good yeah. draft pick. Uh, and then they got fucking the Miles Turner is just developing. He's becoming. He's coming into mm-hmm. his own. It's gonna, this is a big year for him. 
Uh, Thaddeus Young ended up staying. I mean, good for him. He's always solid. He's a solid wing. Uh, well, not a wing anymore. He's more of a big these days. But he's right. still uh, one of those new 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 wave uh, power forwards where he's more of a formerly small forward, now power forward type. He's been like right. that for a couple of years now. But, uh, yeah, I, I got to give them all the credit in the world for staying competitive. They were good last year. They've improved, so I think they'll be better this year. I kind of have them at the moment uh, either fourth or fifth in the East. Yeah, um, yeah, I I got them at fourth, I think. It, it's it's so tough. It's it's a toss up between them and Milwaukee. Like it's like, how much right, credence right. do you give to Milwaukee and getting a a, a great coach? Okay, I have Milwaukee over Lopez. Do right, you? Yeah, okay, okay. okay. Uh, yeah, I do. I hear you. Yeah, I hear you. Um, I have them right but, there with Washington. I, I I'm debating Washington with them. They're like right there for me at least. Uh, yeah, it makes sense. Um, uh, yeah, I definitely have them above Washington, but I do have Washington at sixth. So you know, I mean, yeah, they're, they're <laughs> right in that pack. So, uh, but uh, but anyway, um, yeah, B- BPI, uh, I got them at ten. Um, as far as across the whole league, um, I think they're probably the tenth yeah. best team in the league. Um, so uh, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty much Not right bad. there with you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. It's like. That's, that's what makes the difference between a team like Indiana and how we were talking about Chicago. They have an alpha. Mm-hmm. They have Victor Oladipo, like who's just like right. came out of nowhere last season and is a I swear to God, fucking that's baller. luck, man. Is, no one saw that coming. <laughs> no one, no one. Oh like, my yeah, God, that, that is straight up luck. And you know what? Probably should go down in, in the history of NBA trades as like one of the greatest NBA trades of all times because both parties fucking benefited yep. so much. Like, yep. they, you know, both kinds of OKC, OKC got Paul George, who, like, fits better with Russell Westbrook. Um, and, you know, uh, he, he uh, of course, resigned. And then, you know, for for Indiana, they got their stud. They, you know, they he's from Indiana, so it's got, like, that aspect. Um, he played for the yeah. Indiana Hoosiers. Um, yeah. And they got DeMontis Sabonis out of it, who – I don't know. I, I I think arguably is their best center. <laughs> like, um, I yeah. think Miles Turner I mean, yeah. still has a higher ceiling, but I think as far as right. what each player showed at the end of last season, I think Sabonis was playing better. Um, Sabonis had one game in the playoffs where he was like nine of eleven in twenty minutes or some shit, like twenty two minutes, <laughs> and I was just like, good, "Why man. the fuck is Miles Turner still in this game? Like, put Sabonis back in, damn it." Um, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, gotta give credit. Yes, exactly. Um, and, and good depth, uh, as you stated. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, speaking yep. of Milwaukee, let's move on to the Bucks. Um, I have them, uh, well, I'll just go ahead and give my BP, BPI. I have them at 11. Um, okay. so right behind Indiana. Um, I think those okay. two are going to be neck and neck, dude. I really do. I think, um, but I, I gave them the same grade, uh, B plus. Um, first of all, uh, I, I love their acquisitions this off season. Um, I, I, I thought they were totally smart to let Parker go. Um, I know Luke harped on them a lot for, for, you know, um, mm-hmm. not, even walk. not really making any sort of play at Parker. And I get it. I mean, I, I do mm-hmm. get it. I mean, it's, you're, you're basically just giving up on the dude. Um, but at the same time, like, you know, I didn't want to be in the luxury tax and yada, yada, yada. 
Um, and I, I prefer for their roster the guys that they got. I really like Brook Lopez yeah. fitting in on that team. I really like Ursan Ilyasova. I think that's a really solid pickup. And I yeah. read or, or somebody told me at some point, like, because he used to play for the Milwaukee um, his family, like his his kids, and like where he stays in the off season is Milwaukee. Um, wow! So like that's kind of cool. Like, like yeah. you know, because I mean, he was just bouncing around the league, getting traded. So like he instead of like moving his family every time, like he they just they lived yeah. in Milwaukee. He started you know, he in Milwaukee, right? Didn't he start in Milwaukee? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. Um, that's where he first so, made his name. Uh, so, was in Milwaukee. Yeah, and and so like he gets to you know be with his family every day now. So that's a fucking awesome story. Um, just an awesome human element to it all. Um, and of course, picking up Budenholzer, man, uh, Coach Bud. Like, um, as as much as I understand the Hawks and and their whole position uh, of rebuilding, um, it was not something that you know Bud had ever signed up for. It's not like what he wanted to do. Um, he, I mean, he didn't want to go through a rebuild. Um, so mm-hmm. essentially, he left the money on the table. Um, got out of his contract, which I'm totally fine with. Um, and, you know, mm-hmm. was able to, you know, figure out a deal for him to coach one of the, what, five best players in the league uh, in Giannis Antetokounmpo. Um, so that's going to be really exciting. Um, see Bledsoe have another year under his belt in that lineup with this kind of system. Um, I think they're going to be really good. I think I might regret having them fifth. I think they could potentially be the number two seed. I, I, potentially. Wow. I don't have them. Obviously, I have them fifth. But, no, I mean, I think they could. Um, I don't think they're going to be better than Boston. But I think Toronto is still yeah. a question mark as far as Kawhi. I think Philly's always a question mark because of injuries. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, it's. I mean, obviously, I, like I said, them and Indiana are right there neck and neck with each other. Um, so those, those are your three teams who, you know, I have in front of them. I think there's qu- enough question marks to where they could be um, that that good. So, but currently I have them fifth. Uh, but, I mean, I really did like what they did this offseason. What are your thoughts? I like Milwaukee a lot. I like them a lot, a lot. And uh, I think they're a team that I don't know if I have them as high as uh, you had them. Uh, I mean, I know I have them as just as high as you have them. I don't know if they can make two is what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah. In terms of, like, like power ranking, though, they're definitely, like, the top five, top five team in the East. Uh, I had them, I think, fourth. Uh, yeah, I have them fourth in the East. I think they're the fourth best right after uh, uh, Toronto for me. Um, mm-hmm. So it's like, they like you said, they had a great offseason. They brought in Brooke Lopez, Ursin Sova. They got a healthy Malcolm Brogdon starting for them now. They're, they're, they're starting a small ball. They're going with um, um, Giannis at power forward, Middleton small forward, Bryson shooting guard, Bledsoe point guard, and of course Lopez is going to start center. Uh, but they're mm-hmm. definitely better, uh, better this year. You know, they they look they they're going to be healthy this year. We have a lot of options there. Um, we still have John Henson on the squad. Um, I think if you look at it, um, they they, they signed Pat Connaughton. Uh, Dante DiVincenzo has been playing a really good preseason. I love that pickup in the mm-hmm. draft. Uh, yes. Thon Maker was was impressive last year, and I expect to see my, an an improvement for Thon Maker. And then of course, I hope so. um, 
I hope so too. And then you still have the depth on the wing with Tony Snell. And then I like I like him a lot. He had a really good summer league, Christian Wood. I think he's going to surprise a lot of people mm-hmm. this year. Uh, and uh, he's going to give Tom Maker a work for it. He's going to have to work for it, in my opinion, man, for sure. With with uh, um, Lopez and, of course, Don in front of him, I think Christian Wood's going to – he's going to find his place. Because I think he can play both positions, but I think he's probably more of a big in the end. But, and they're going to play small. So, yeah, I got them fourth, and I think they got a B-plus uh, off season. Yeah, I, I think you're probably right. I think I probably uh, um, – I, I think I did say B-plus. Um, but, uh, yeah, that – I mean, uh, defense pickup, I, I like that a lot too. I failed to mention that. Yeah. That's a really – that was a really good pick. Um, I haven't yeah, been following, following them – I hate to admit it, but I haven't been following them closely enough um, as far as to have seen uh, the impact that uh, Christian Wood has had. So – I'm going to have to delve yeah, into man. that and keep an eye on that going down. Keep, keep an eye on um, Christian Wood, man. Surprise. Surprise. He's going to be a surprise if he gets minutes. Word. Yeah. Although, you know, <clears throat> this could be <clears throat> an example like, um, you know, when I was saying that about Rashawn Holmes. <laughs> it's like, man, Rashawn Holmes, yeah. this hard cat, dude. He's going to be good. Like, he's going to be really good. <laughs> like, six just got a gym on their hands, like, to back up Joel Embiid and, like, they're like, oh, Phoenix, you want him? You got, like, some peanuts we can have? Like, <laughs> like, peanuts. Damn it, Sixers. Here's some it's peanuts. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, no, nah, I feel you. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's move on. Miami. Welcome to Miami. Um, South Beach. I'm gonna, yes, Wade County, bitches. Um, and so let's start there. They kept Dwayne Wade. They got him for one more season. Um, that's obviously a plus. Um, I really, Always a plus. I really, I really like him as their backup point guard now. Um, cause that's really what he played in the playoffs. Um, cause he's a great facilitator. Um, and I think he just works better as a point guard now than he does a shooting guard. Um, and uh, you know, I mean, they obviously, they have like, four shooting guards, five maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So, yeah, I mean, I think he works works better. I mean, I guess it depends on what you consider Tyler Johnson, but he's really more of a shooting guard. Um, mm-hmm. So, I I don't know. I, I, I like that move a lot. Obviously, there's all this Jimmy Butler talk, but we're going to have to wait and see on that. Um, yeah. They were able to re-sign Wayne Ellington on a one-year deal, which I thought was a good move for them. Um, I, I mm-hmm. mean, I think that was a guy that you really wanted to keep. Um, they didn't have a draft pick, so, you know, they really, you know, couldn't really do anything there. Um, ultimately, they didn't have a lot of cap space either, so there wasn't a lot of, like, signings that they could do. But for keeping Wade, uh, keeping Ellington, um, I think there was one other move. They brought somebody in from outside that I can't remember. Um, but as it stands now, pre Jimmy Butler, you know, if they if they're able to get Jimmy Butler, um, I am gonna say a C. I, I mean, I think they did fine, um, and I think keeping Dwayne Wade was was kind of the big thing for them, uh, the big positive for them. They get him for one more season, uh, but they're 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 on um, what's it called? They're on borrowed time um, because mm-hmm. they ain't gonna be good for much longer. Um, and that 2021 unprotected draft pick, 
um, is should be scaring the shit out of them, uh, you know. But as as for this season, I, I'm gonna have them. I think I had them barely missing the playoffs last season, which they ended up barely making it. I got them in as my seventh seed this season, just ahead of Detroit mm-hmm. and just behind Washington. I have them exactly in the same place, seventh in the really? East. Um, yeah, I do. Because um, I think at full strength, that's exactly what they are. I think they are seventh best in the East. I think they'd be better than everyone underneath them if they're healthy. No the problem there right now, especially this. If you watch the preseason game, no one's healthy. <laughs> Everyone's hurt. Right. Deion Waiters is hurt. James Johnson is hurt. Uh, it, it's it's just kind of like those are two guys that would be starters, you know, technically I guess, it, depending on who you which day I guess. Um, right. They're both out. And then you have you got Hassan Whiteside who has high upside when he plays well, but then at their games where he doesn't, he's just, you know, he's just, where does he have a spot on the team? He's been having a good preseason. Can he keep it up? He played really, really well in the first two games, especially the first game. He did. He did. And so, look, and Bam is a good backup. Like, he's a great backup. Oh, dude, Bam's going to be a good starter. He is. Bam's going to be really good. He's going to be really good. I like Bam a lot. Uh, Justice Winslow, to yeah. me, is kind of uh, disappointed in his time so far. Yeah. Uh, he's been oh, he's been just average. Uh, I don't yeah. like, I, I heard rumors that he might re-sign for, like, an extended contract. I'm like, if, you get, if they're willing to pay him, the man's going to take that money because I don't see any other team giving him a lot of money. Uh, he hasn't yeah. really played up to par, in my opinion. Um, then you got a guy like um, – uh, what's his name? Uh, 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 Josh Richardson. Uh, Olenek. Kelly Olenek. Josh Richardson. Oh, is yeah, Olenek. You know, I'm, Olenek is their big right now. That the, He's their stretch big. He can play center. He can play power forward. He starts sometimes. He comes off the bench sometimes. He's their, like, utility big. Uh, so yes. he's been helpful a lot since James Johnson's been injured. And sometimes they like to go real small. Sometimes they like to go real big. Uh, Wayne Ellington's been hurt, too. That's the other guy that was hurt. And that was their sixth man last year. Uh, uh, they really like this guy. Uh, I can't remember his name at the moment. Uh, his Magruder. Yeah, Rodney Magruder is a guy. Yeah, Rodney Magruder. Really yeah. like. They like him a lot in Miami. They play him at like their either wing spot. They really do enjoy playing uh, Rodney Magruder a lot. Um, and he might get some more minutes because I think he's a uh, a, a favorite of the coach. Um, then you got, of course, you know, always always handy Dwayne Wade. He might be coming more than likely coming off the bench this year. Uh, and his final year, it will be his last hurrah. I would hope they make the playoffs for, for Dwayne at the very least so we could see him Me go too. out in the playoffs instead of, you know, beforehand. Uh, but, yeah, I think at full strength, that team's going to be really good. It's just and I want to see him play the Raptors. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why the Raptors? Well, because, like, Dwayne Wade they usually plays well against the Raptors, right? Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so you have a chance yeah. to get past them. Okay. Yeah, like just well to make the the first round interesting, you know, like I mean, the, right, like right, when right. they played Philly last year, like they only won one game, and like, you know, I I I don't I don't have a vested interest. I just I want to see, um, I don't want to see Dwayne Wade go out on a four one, you know, loss in the first round. Like I I hope if he loses gotcha. the first round, at least goes like six seven games, you know. I got you. Yeah. So. But um, but yeah, and I, I got a I got a question for you, and it's going to kind of tie into what we, you know, what or what I've been mentioning throughout this um, this podcast. Um, if they if they make the trade for Jimmy Butler, um, what and let's say the reports came out that it was 
basically Josh Richardson, a first-round pick, um, and another player um, mm-hmm. involved, like, like, like a top filler. Yeah, basically. Right. Um, I I don't I don't know who the other player would be. I threw out, of course, um, throwing in Whiteside and then swapping him out for Jang because it just makes the money work so perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And that just kind of makes sense because. Not that, and, and I don't buy into playing cat at the four. Um, I don't think that's a good idea at all. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I, I do think if you're Minnesota, I, I think maybe you could play them next to each other for five minutes a game. You know, ten maybe. Um, kind of like what OKC used to do with Cantor and um, and uh, um, uh, how the fuck am I forgetting uh, his name? Uh, Adam. Stephen Adam. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, similar to that, um, it, and you know maybe you could um, trade him. Like maybe at some point, like you you could find a team that you know center gets hurt or something, and then you know they're desperate enough to kind of trade for him. But anyway, if say let's say the basis of the trade is you're you're swapping out Butler uh, or Richardson for Butler, um, do you think that Move. I would like. Where Where would you slot them if they made that move? Because um, I mean, I would. I would put them ahead of Washington at that point. Yeah. I don't I know if I put that, them too. any higher though. I don't think yeah, I put them ahead maybe, of Milwaukee. So. No, I wouldn't put Indiana? them over Milwaukee. Uh, maybe over Indiana. It really depends on what they give up. Um, like in terms of depth. Because again, I think as healthy, they're good. It's just a matter of who's healthy, who's not playing, who's playing. This is weird, you know? Um, right. So, the, like, if they give Josh – I mean, it's, you're getting value. You lose Josh Richardson. If it's just Josh Richardson and a pick, you're gaining an all-star. <laughs> so, right. you're going to be good. You're you're going to definitely make the playoffs. Instead of maybe, you're definitely going to make the playoffs. So, it's just a matter of uh, when in, in that case. Uh, and then, you know, he has good camaraderie with uh, with the Wings. So, at least they've played together right. in Chicago, so. Uh, so yeah, I think they they I'd probably maybe put them over Indiana and definitely over Washington, right under Milwaukee with Jimmy. Um, without Jimmy, I still have you know seven. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's that's fair. I, I would say I, I would agree with you. I I would say six is where I would have them. Um, but right. tops tops fifth. Um, but uh, right, but yeah. Right. Anyway, tops. let's move on to your New York Knicks. Or you know, boots, boots. or uh, for those who are not into the whole brevity thing, the New York Knickerbockers. Uh, I got a really good grade for the Knicks, but I want to hear your take first. Oh my goodness! Uh, <laughs> all right, so Knicks, Knicks. I have them currently. Give me a second. Uh, I have them listed above Orlando, above. Brooklyn. I actually think I had them above Charlotte. <laughs> uh, and Atlanta, of course. So, what was that? They would be, to me, I guess right under Detroit or right um, shit, I'm trying to see what that would be. Uh, right above, above. Yeah, I think uh, the problem is they're not healthy and they might struggle right. and they might not be better than Charlotte and Chicago because of that. But I think if healthy, they definitely would be, in my opinion. But yeah. I do think they're they're better than a lot of the worst ones. So I wouldn't say they're over Orlando, over Brooklyn, and over uh, um, 
Helena. Definitely. So I guess what what twelve what as far <laughs> as their grade for their off season moves? Uh off season grades uh man, uh their draft I have to give them an A <laughs> when it comes Damn to uh, right. off season like uh, <laughs> and if I we go to um off like free agency, um we didn't really make a lot of noise. Our biggest real big move was Hazonia. That's a question mark. Um Yeah, but you and, didn't commit. Yeah. You did not commit. We didn't. We that. didn't commit. That's true. That could be a positive. So I'm gonna smart. say this is my the Knicks may have my first A of the day. <laughs> but that's because maybe I'm biased. But uh, because of their draft and the fact that they didn't kill themselves and signing a big free agent for no reason or anybody for that matter aside from his own year, on a one-year deal, um, I think if you're going to give any negatives is that they still have uh, some money stuck on their on their books, like with uh, Joe Kim Noah, who I think will be bought out by the by the beginning of uh, probably next week. Oh, I think he'll be gone so. by then. I do, I do think so, and then I think Courtney Lee, I think eventually will be traded, but he's not like he's a bad guy or anything. So I'm not upset that he's right. there. He's just been hurt, you know, especially that because he hurt his neck during uh, and he's training camp. But and he's he's older, yeah. But I think he's still valuable. I think he could start on certain teams. But and he, um, and he uh, missed that fucking layup that would have put them uh, up against the fucking yeah. Lakers in the finals, and I'll never forgive him for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I couldn't believe it. It was perfect. Were... They lobbed it in so perfectly. He was right there, man. Like, oh, yeah, I know. He was, he was young. He was young at the time. He was young. <laughs> yeah. He was yeah, young. You know. So, you think was a rookie? Was he a rookie? I think he was a rookie. Oh, um, he was. I don't know if he was a rookie, but he was young. But he was like Stan trusted yeah. him. Stan Van Gundy had to, they played he a big minutes. He did. Um, that was I know that's the team that drafted him. I'm just not sure that he was lucky that year. But yeah, I mean, look, I I I, I love this team. Uh, I, like I was telling Juwan the other day, I'm like, next year is really the big thing for us, like in terms of free agency. But even if we don't make mm-hmm. any big moves in free agency next year, I'm not that upset because I I like the future. Like the young guys on our team is yeah. a lot of the bright side. Like look at we have we have. Kevin Knox, we drafted. Mitchell Robinson, we drafted. They have much upside. And then we have a guy we, we picked up undrafted, Alonzo Trier, who looks fucking fantastic. So I'm not upset in terms of, like, yeah. what we did in the offseason. If anything, that's kind of an, a free agent acquisition that wasn't a draft pick. You know what I mean? So Right. That I mean, so you you got to look at it uh, in that way. I mean, they have a lot of guys that were former first-round picks, like a Hazonia, like a um, – Vonley. So, they, I mean, they have, ups, again, guys that they're looking to, to, to show that they still got it in this league. And I think Ennis Tanner, if he has the year, I think he can have. He might make an all-star bid if he, if, if, the, if the team plays well. But he has to, obviously, he has to, he has to get there. I think Ennis has the talent. He's just, he's, athletically, he's just, he's just, he's just, he's, just, he's, he's limited. <laughs> he can only be yeah. so athletic. He just doesn't he's have a lot of, he just doesn't have it, man. Yeah, he just he just yeah. doesn't have it. Doesn't have how, how much. He looks great, but you know he's physically he's all ripped up and everything. He's just he's just limited there. He's just that's how it is. You know he's gonna have to live with. Yeah, it. he's he's but, like um, Jokic. Like Jokic just I mean yeah. he's he's a fucking awesome player, but man he's there's only so much you can ask of that guy when it comes to you know exactly and essentially that defense. Talented, so. Oh that, yeah, well Jokic is the best passing big man, so like. He's yeah, got he's, that he's added element. Yeah. Yoker. We call him Yoker. <laughs> but, yeah, for sure. That's my <laughs> next uh, take. 
Word. Uh, yeah, I got an A minus, man. Um, like I, I really, really love their draft picks. I mean, the fact that they got Mitchell Robinson at thirty-seven is fucking ridiculous to me. The fact that he fell out of the first round is fucking ridiculous to me. Um, to begin with. Um, so I mean, mm-hmm. there's that, but like that was such a great acquisition for them. Like, um, because you, you know, Cantor. Um, obviously, he's he's really solid, and he that yeah. ended up being a really good trade for you guys um, as far as swapping him mm-hmm. out, um, you know, for for Mello, um, and essentially mm-hmm. getting the pick that landed you Mitchell Robinson because that's what that, that's what gave you that pick. Um, so yeah, uh, we got. yeah, well, and and that's the thing you wouldn't have like I don't your second rounder went somewhere else I can't remember, um, so like. But, you know, all of all of that whole thing being said, like that ended up being actually a really good trade for you guys. Uh, granted, that was last season, but um, but yeah, drafting uh, Robinson, Kevin Knox looks like a fucking stud. I think Kevin Knox is probably, at least for me, I have him as a first uh, first team All NBA rookie, uh, first All NBA rookie mm-hmm. team. I guess is what I'm trying to say. I hope so. Um, mm-hmm. so, yeah, I mean, I, and, and, yeah, yeah, like, I mean, he's, he's that good. I mean, I think, I can't remember who the other forward that I had, um, but he's definitely one of them. Um, so like, yeah, I mean, he, he that, that draft looks great. And, and, you know, the big thing to me too, is just like not committing long-term salary, um, because you know, I was I was very outspokenly against the the Hardaway contract, and still am. Um, and if they could mm-hmm. move him for cap relief, I would totally do it. Um, but you know, you, like you said, mm-hmm. we, we can't grade him on the past. We're grading him on this off season, and this off season they made great draft choices. They didn't commit any long term money. I didn't even know they picked up Lonzo Trier, but I do like Lonzo Trier. He was actually a really solid player for Arizona. Um, both he and Raleigh Alkins, because I don't think Alkins was drafted either, and somebody picked. So mm-hmm. I'll be interested to see both of those guys. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh, I really like what the Knicks are doing, and I'm kind of with you. Like, I'm I'm glad they didn't really go in on Butler, even though like you know I I I, I you know I came up with a reasonably good trade for them. Um, I, I still got faith in Frank, man. I do. Like, I think he's, he's, he's the second youngest player in the NBA last season. Like, he's, he's mm-hmm. going to grow. I don't know exactly what he is yet, but I'll tell you what I think he is. Um, I think he's a DeJounte Murray. Um, I think that's what he is. Yeah, he's, I'll, he's, I'll take that. <laughs> right, exactly. And that's the thing. And it just it sucks that, you know, he essentially – had to play on the team with a lot of fucking drama, and, you know, then KP got hurt, and you didn't have a particularly good coach. Well, this year you've got a good coach. Um, you mm-hmm. know, there's not really – I don't feel like there's as much pressure as there was last season, um, which is, I don't know, kind of interesting. I think I – th- and I don't think necessarily there was a lot of pressure going into the season, but I think when New York kind of surprised everyone and started playing well at the beginning of the season. Then there was some added pressure right. and then it was like, 
well, Hornacek was like, well, fuck, like, development, like, we need to fucking win games. Um, and mm-hmm. so, you know, that kind of made things fall by the wayside. I like Frank. I think he's going to be really good. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm really interested to see this, this young core of Frank, Knox, KP, Robinson. Um, and I think given Frank's versatility, next year's draft, you could take a wing or you could take a point guard. You got so much flexibility there as far as like what that that kind of last piece to the puzzle as far as your your future squad. So yeah, I right. I, I really like uh, I really like the moves y'all made this season. Um, all right, uh, yeah, let's uh, we got four more teams. Uh, let's breeze through most of these. Magic. I'm going. Uh, oh, by the way, Knicks 27 is is where I where I had them as far as my BPI. Um, I might give yeah. them 26, just slightly above the Magic. Those two are toss-up to me. But anyway, speaking of Magic, uh, I'm going to go B-. minus. I, I, I'm kind of tempted to even go C, just because you, you drafted a center, and it's like, I mean, I, I get it. You don't have, like, you don't look at Vucevic as long-term. But, I mean, they really, really, really need a fucking point guard. I know, I have no doubt in my mind they were were like zoned in, locked in on Trey Young, and then the Hawks shasted him from them. Um, I think I might have still gone Colin Sexton. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Bamba, I think Bamba's, I had him higher on my board than Sexton, but it's like, you really, really need a point guard. Um, so, I, you know, I don't know. I, uh, not, not totally impressed uh, with that. I will say this. They did sign Aaron Gordon to a, um, to a four-year deal um, on a very reasonable contract. It's like right around $80 million for four years. So that's that's very good. So for that reason, I do like that signing. And I do like Bamba. I just – and I, I really liked the uh, summer league that Jonathan Isaac had. So I, I, I worry. I don't, I don't think Isaac and Gordon can be the best versions of – their potential together, sharing sharing the court together because they're both power forwards in mm-hmm. my opinion. But anyway, uh, so yeah, I'm gonna go B minus. What you got? I give him uh, C plus. Uh, Mo Bamba, I love. I like that guy. I like him a lot. I like. Um, I love the, like you said the contract. They 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 re upped uh, Aaron Gordon on a good deal. I like. I think I Aaron Gordon is progressively getting better, just at a slower pace than others. I like you said, Jonathan Isaac had a really good summer league. Uh, I just don't know if they complement each other as well as you want them to. At the right. moment, they have a, a a front court to keep an eye on. They may have the longest fucking front court in the league <laughs> uh, when all when all yeah. and done. Uh, and and we'll see what happens with that. The problem is right now, Fournier is a decent player. Uh, DJ Augustine is currently their starting point guard, and that's no offense to DJ, but that's kind of an issue. Uh, I like the, them picking up Jaron Grant, nice uh, young vet. Uh, to still so that you can use the back of DJ or even start at some point if he works that if he uh, earns it. But um, there's just a lot of things that magic. That's it. They're not. They're, uh, you could only go like four or five players deep before you're like, I don't know. They're not. They're not that great. <laughs> you know where where's their future? We don't know. We just just don't right. know. Uh, they have a. It just there's a lot of a lot of question marks. They got a new coach though, decent coach. So I'm not gonna completely argue with them there. I do want to see how they progress and how they progress other players and what moves they make in the future. But as of right now, I'll give them a, a C plus because they they got a decent coach uh, at the at the end at the end of the day and they made some decent draft picks. 
Yeah, who'd they get? Clifford? Oh, yeah, Steve Clifford. Yeah, yeah, he's he's all right. All right, let's move on. we got about 10 minutes to yeah. wrap up these three teams. We spent way too long talking about the fucking Magic. <laughs> Sixers, sure uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give the Sixers, Sixers. a D. Um, I, I, God, I wish we could talk about the Sixers longer, but we don't have much time. I'm going to give them a B. They didn't get a big name, but they kept their cap flexibility this offseason. Um, they mm-hmm. made a lot of interesting trades to get future picks because they didn't have the roster spots. Um, to get right. you know the, all of the picks that they got this season, so I liked that move, um, and I liked them taking on Wilson Chandler. They got two second round picks out of Denver for doing that. Um, I think he's going to contribute well to that team. They brought back Reddick, um, and uh, I I think uh, Fultz um, is is kind of making uh, showing signs of making the necessary adjustments. Also, like them picking up Muscala. Um, I think that was a, a good plan B once. Bielitsa did not end up signing with them. I like them going after and getting the scholar. So um, overall, I would say B, B or B plus, right in that range. It's just tough because they didn't, you know, they didn't land a LeBron, um, and they Mm -hmm. weren't able to trade for Kawhi, you know, those kinds of things. But overall, they still had the flexibility next season to make a one more huge push at at signing a big free agent. Um, But you know, and they and they kept that that flexibility open while still, you know, bolstering their um, their roster uh, with the the players that they weren't able to keep. Right. Yeah, I can't argue with that. Uh, Philly, Philly, I'll make this quick. Uh, Philly, uh, they got a. I'm gonna give them a B minus. Uh, I think uh, I'm gonna put their number two in the. Uh, no, number. Yeah, I'm gonna say number. No, maybe not. No, I'd number two. They're number two. Do I be? I say right. two. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll say they're number two. I think at, uh, at nice. full strength, uh, the number Lots two problem is you know can they stay can they stay healthy? I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, I think um, Toronto's got to earn that. But I think Toronto's still going to be a really good team regardless. But I think Philly at the moment I'm going to just give them the nod for for the number two spot. Um, yeah, they got good players. They picked up Wilson Chan, a really good pickup. Um, their draft, that was kind of weird that day. They picked up Zaire, Zaire Smith, or whatever his name is, uh, Zaire, or Zaire. Yeah, whatever. I didn't even um, mention that. I was trying, yeah. so, but they yeah. got that pick that from Miami. Weird trade. You know what? I'm going to definitely yeah. give them a B-plus then, because picking up that Miami <laughs> pick is huge, man. Like, And I think Zaire Smith yeah. got a higher ceiling than uh, Mikael Bridges. I like Mikael Bridges. He definitely does. I did too. He hasn't really shown much though, so maybe that was the better move at the end of the day. Because I used to, he got hurt. That's as, as soon as he got hurt, I knew he was the right guy for Philly. So yeah, he, uh, <laughs> there you go. You're gonna fit right in. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I I I I like that move not only because I think they might have gotten a better player. I think that's a toss up at this point. It's really hard to tell, which is why you don't give up that pick. It's almost as if they right. made up for Brian Colangelo's bonehead fucking trade last season to move right. from three to one and give up a future lottery pick in order to do so. Um, they like Brett Brown kind of was like, all right, like we're going to wash the slate clean and we're going to pick up that Miami pick um, to kind of balance things out. So I, I like that. Um, uh, so yeah, I, I'm going to definitely go B plus, um, even though they didn't get a big star. Uh, Raptors also going B plus. Um, they were able to get Kawhi, who, when healthy, is one of the three best players in the league, um, or at least he was one of the three best players in the league the last time he was healthy. 
Um, I think Anthony right. Davis has gotten right. better. Giannis has gotten better. But I still think he's top five. Um, even, like, where he was, I, I mean, it, he's really fucking good. He's one of the weirdest motherfuckers ever to be on camera. <laughs> um, but mm-hmm. he uh, he's a damn good basketball mm-hmm. player. Um, and, yeah, they were able to keep they were able to keep Van Vliet, and they didn't, ultimately didn't have to give up a lot to get him. They gave up DeRozan. Nope. Um, but that that backcourt wasn't wasn't doing it. Um, so they they gave him up. Um, they gave up a top twenty protected first round pick and Yaka Portal, who I do like. Um, I think he's going to be really great for the Spurs. I think he could be a starter by the uh, once he figures end, it out. Because Gasol yeah, is I agree so old. But. Um, <laughs> still, you so didn't that, have to so. give up OG Ananobi. You didn't have to give up Pascal Siakam. You didn't have to give up DeLon Wright. Um, like, they still have, like, a slew of assets to make their team a little bit better throughout this season, whether it's a big trade or a small trade. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I really like the trade. Um, I think it's probably going to work out for them um, really well. And I have them as my fifth uh, overall team. Sixers are six, by the way. Um, just right behind them, uh, second in the East. Okay. So uh, what are your thoughts? Right. Toronto, I have them third. I think I'm going to give them uh, also a B plus. Um, they're just they they did they got like you said they gave up uh, DeRozan and Potal and then what did they get back? They got Kawhi Leonard and Danny Green. They added two really good wings to their right. squad, and they're going to start play, they're going to start playing small, man. They're going to play small ball. You can already see it in the off season. Onanobi's going to probably start to power forward. And they're going to have Kawhi Leonard at small forward, and they got Serge Ibaka playing center. So this is a like whole it. different type of vibe I'm, I'm starting to feel from the Toronto Raptors as they're going to play faster with Nick Nurse's offense. And I just I'm curious to see how that goes. And uh, they, that's really their biggest acquisition. They pretty much have the same teams last year off the bench. Um, so I am curious to see how that goes. So I'm going to say they're going to be pretty damn good. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right, Wizards last team. Um, I, I really like them. I really like them drafting Troy Brown. I think he's going to be really solid. Um, mm-hmm. I like the Dwight Howard signing, even though like I don't I have too. a whole lot of faith in Dwight Howard. But at five million dollars mm-hmm. a season, five and a half, I think it was. Um, yeah. That ain't that's totally worth it. Um, and you know he's better than what they got. You know he's 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 better yeah, than Jan Mahimni. They had to they had to trade Gortat. Um, and they picked up Austin Rivers in that trade. Um, I think he's going to be a very good backup to them. Yeah, exactly. And and he obviously didn't get along with John Wall. So, um, and you've obviously invested all this money in John Wall. So, but like, I mean, if you look at their starting lineup, John Wall, Bradley Beal, Otto Porter, uh, Mark, Mark Morris and Dwight Howard, that's pretty good. And then you look at their bench and they drafted Troy Brown. They got Sadoransky, who I think played really well in Wall's absence last season when he was hurt. Um, he then you got Mahimney off the uh, as, as your backup center. Not obviously mm-hmm. so overpaid, but fine as a backup center. Um, like they ain't bad. They, you know they, they got a they got a good team. I think the locker room chemistry is going to be the biggest thing. Um, and, and how does Dwight Howard fit into all that? Um, sort of locker room mm-hmm. chemistry. I will say this though, Dwight Howard, like he's he kind of comes off as like really immature, and and you know mm-hmm. obviously a lot of locker rooms have not liked him, but maybe this will be the locker like Orlando. I don't remember any of those talks in Orlando of him being like a, a bad. No, locker it was room. weird. 
He's had um, a weird journey since Orlando. Yes, he really he really has. But um, but I think this could be a good spot for him. All right, we got 90 seconds. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think they're going to make it work. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Washington, I think they're going to be around fifth, uh, I think, or whatever, and I, I give them a uh, a B for doing so. So that's where I'm at with Washington. I think they're going to be good. They have a decent depth, and they got, I think they got it. I think this is their year to, to make some type of noise. Indeed. We ran about 30 minutes longer than we had planned, but, you know, I, I Wait, knew that was yeah. going to happen. When I went on a, like a 15-minute rant about the Hawks, my my apologies to you. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, uh, still <laughs> fun 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 show. Uh, we're gonna recap uh, the Western Conference on Monday, uh, and then season starts on Tuesday, so that's gonna be exciting. Right. Be sure to join us for Geek Vibes Live this Sunday. Uh, we do we got so much shit to talk about the Daredevil trailer, uh, Venom. Uh, we were obviously off last week for New York Comic Con, so mm-hmm. we got two weeks worth yeah. of shit to talk about. Um, Ruby Rose yeah. as Image as Batgirl, that, that shit looks sweet. Yes, I'm sorry, that woman. Um, so yeah, it's it's gonna be a fun show. So join us. Uh, yes, join us for that. And until then, uh, we'll see you then. And peace. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.